I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Rings from XDP. Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. I'm Corey Willis with PPI. I'm Drew with DJ Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. Diesel Power Podcast. And you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. The one and only Diesel Power Podcast. Dennis Perry, the owner of TS Performance, joins us today on the podcast. We're really excited to have him on. He's been on a, a few other episodes. They've been fantastic. We've you know learned a ton you know, about the products and, and different things in this industry from him. So we're grateful to have him on today. And we're going to be talking about a touchy subject, which is the EPA. Now, Dennis has been involved in this industry since the very beginning with inventing products, manufacturing them. Um, sales, distributing them all over the U.S., and especially, you know, in the racing. That's his passion. That's what he loves to do. He's played a huge part in diesel racing series and events and, and things like that. And TS is, is one of the, the leading companies out there that's, that's weathered the storm, so to speak, and, and been involved in the different trends and the different engine platforms that have come out. And there's a ton of, of information and experience that, that Dennis has. Now, the EPA has been involved in the aftermarket diesel industry for a while now, but specifically with tuning, making sure that tuning devices you know, or software or things like that aren't bypassing, defeating, or altering the emission standards for the newer trucks. And one of the first contacts a manufacturer or a shop has with the EPA is a certified letter. Well, Dennis talks to us about the letter he received regarding his modules, in the whirlwind that ensues from that point on. He also offers some tips on how to handle this situation if your company happens to, to get one as well. Now, for the truck owners out there, why does this matter? Well, it directly affects what can or cannot be done to your truck. And not just tuning, it can go as far as hard part upgrades for anything you can imagine. Now, will it affect what's available to buy tomorrow? No. But it can next year and for years to come. You know, so our greatest fear is that one day the way trucks come off the lot is how they're going to have to stay, and none of us want that, whether we drive the trucks, make parts for them, race them, whatever it is. So you guys are going to love this episode. Let's jump into the podcast and hear right from Dennis. How you been, Dennis? Man, I've been good. Uh, getting some new modules done, of course, six, seven stuff. I think we hit that before. Just staying busy on that, getting ready for pulling season, racing season, um, I don't have any complaints right now, but I'm sure I'll, 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 I can think of a few here for long. <laughs> well, I, uh, I had heard that uh, a certain government agency had, had sent you a letter, which I think uh, a lot of people in the diesel industry, the community, and truck guys, you know, know that that's been on the radar. Um, but we wanted to talk to you and, and get your your thoughts on it, and just kind of what happened, and then you know ways that that we can be you know, smart about what we do, you know, with, with our businesses, with our trucks, with our performance. Uh, are we not allowed to say EPA? Oh, you can say it. No, you can say okay. It. Yeah. The EPA <laughs> sent me a letter. I just wanted, I didn't know if we needed to not say, you know, their organization. Uh, yep. I got one. Um, and it, it, it was been pretty interesting dealing with them because, uh, when I was reading all their questions, my module doesn't do you uh, the way the packets broke down you've got your one page that kind of starts asking you questions do you delete do you uh, remove egrs do you do this do you, you know all on down 
do you uh, advance timing, you know, things like that. Well, I didn't do none of those with my module. So uh, I, I read on it for two or three days, and finally I was like, i got to take this to my attorney because the honest answer was I don't do none of that. So I, I'm not, I, and that also puts me to where I don't have to answer the rest of their questions either. And um, so I went there, and I uh, was talking to my lawyer, Wes Milliken, and I said, look, I'm going to draw it out on paper. Here's what they're asking. Here's how my module works. He said, well, then you're, you, that's how you answer it. And I said, well, that's how you answer it. <laughs> I said, <laughs> um, you know, I, I said, I, I don't care. To, I said, I'll go argue with the wall. But I said, this is the government. So, you know, we need to kind of make sure we, are, we argue properly. So, it went, you know, we filled it out, sent it in. He typed a letter with it that none of this pertained to me and, for any other contact with uh, about me or anything else, you know, be directed through him. So I guess maybe a month went by, you know, and because um, I knew they weren't going to like my answer because basically I just didn't answer anything. But yeah. I didn't lie about anything either. So uh, they called, they got a hold of Wes. Wes called me. We have a conference call. I go into Wes's office. We get the conference call, and they had... They've got them listed. I don't remember the people's name, but I had some people from the EPA on the phone, uh, engineers on the phone, a couple people from Washington on the phone. Um, and they start out, and they wanted to know why I wasn't uh, being compliant or why I didn't feel that I needed to answer their questions. So I go into it, and I said, well, it doesn't pertain to me. You ask all these questions, and I don't do none of that. And this is when the engineers pipe up. You know, I'm sure they think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get around or anything. You know, they just picked the wrong persons, all they did. Um, I don't do any of it. And so this guy's asking me questions. Do I add to pre-pulses? I said, no, because as you well know, that would be called advancing timing. I don't do that. Um, I don't delete anything. I said, but what we really want to talk about first is, I want a non-disclosure sign. I said, because everything you've got listed there, you've obviously never even looked at one of my modules. So mine don't operate like that. And I run a small company. Uh, you know, I want, I, I got families to protect every, you know, we, so I don't want to be listed under the item line right here. So, um, he said, well, I don't understand why you want a non-disclosure. And I said, well, I'm entitled to one. And I said, I, I want to be compliant, you know, with you guys. I said, I'm just shocked I got a letter. I said, I'm the only one in the industry that follows your rules. And, uh, you know, they said, well, there's a lot of people out there deleting. I said, I know. And I said, and it's cost me millions of dollars in potential sales because you guys aren't doing your job. It's not my job. Uh, you know, to go out and I follow your rules. And I said, to be honest with you, the delete stuff is a lot cooler. I don't blame people. It's they got tons more options. They can do tons more uh, performance. They can do tons of everything. And I'm over here operating within your window. And, you know, it, it's just, I hate to say it about my product, it's not as cool as a delete. So... I said, but in the meantime, while we're getting this signed, and my lawyer spoke up a few times, you know, to clarify some things. 
But I said, in the meantime, I said, why don't I get you one of our modules? You can be do, performing your test on it and everything else. He goes, oh, the engineer speaks up. And he says, you don't think your, mo uh, your uh, module can be reverse engineered? And I said, well, anything can be reverse engineered. And I said, I'm not worried about the EPA reverse engineering my product and, and you know, for the market. Yeah. I said, I'm uh, I'm trying to show that I'm 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 trying to be as easygoing, participate, give you what you need, and while we're getting this signed, we can you know get a little ahead of the game here. I said because the way I do my modules, I said you're going to have to go back and nail the OEs for it if mine's wrong. He goes, well, we don't have a test, and I said, well, how do you know if somebody's breaking the law then? And uh. If you didn't do a test, I was like, how do you, well, we just determined that it was. And I said, I'm going to need a test done. So. And, like, so, so when it, when it happened, it's just like a letter out of the blue, you know, that you might get, and then you've got to deal with everything afterwards, like you just mentioned. Is that kind of how it. it yeah, it it's, a, it's, a, it's a certified letter. Uh -huh. uh, you got to sign for it, which, I'll be honest with you, I'm never up there when the mail comes, and even the day it came, I was up there, and they, they said, oh, the EPA sent you something here. I was like, give me that. I signed for it, opened it up. And I said, what do they want? You know, so, um, you know, the, the, but some things I wanted to even talk about with uh, you and for your podcast, because they're popular, is maybe some things that can help a lot of the industry out if they do get these letters. Um for one, you definitely want to be compliant. For two, they're going to have engineers on there asking you trick questions. Um, and that's how they're determining who's wrong, who's right. Because they flat told me they don't have a test. Well, I'm going to require a test because uh, I'm entitled to it, for one. And for two, I want to know how they're determining who's breaking the law. Because even... You know, the way they're talking, no matter what you do, it, it, it is violating that Clean Air Act. And I said, well, that's kind of a, 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 you know, a gray area. I said, I'm doing it just like the OEs are. So how am, am I, am I uh, wrong, but they're right? Uh, well, they pass testing. And I said, well, then can I pass the testing? If you'll start asking them questions, and just to keep them honest, you know, I'm not, like I told them, I said, I ain't against you guys. I said, I think some of the stuff you're doing is not the best for our industry, but, you know, whatever. Y'all make the rules. I follow them. So, you know, by, by saying that, you know, but they're, the, the trick, I even t finally told that engineer, I said, quit asking me trick questions. You're, you're, you know, <laughs> You're questioning my intelligence, and I'm not going to answer it because he said, okay, let me ask you this. Are you adding fuel? And I said, I'm not answering that question in that manner, but if you'll ask it to me in the right way, I'll answer it. I said, I'm adding fuel under a certain time, under a certain situation, under a given load, under a certain circumstance, then I'm adding a percentage of fuel. I said, and that's the only way I will answer that question. So... He went on again a few times, and he said, well, but are you adding fuel? And I said, remember, I'm not answering that. So he said, okay, and then he just re repeated what I said, and I said, yes, I am. So, 
that's what I mean. It's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's trick questions, um, you know, and it, it gets a little. You just, you got to be be on your game if you talk to them, you know. Um, you know, I don't think they're by any means on my team. I think I know exactly what they're looking to do and what they want. So it just so happens I'm not breaking the rules. Again, there's like a whole bunch of questions pop up in my head when you think about, say, the OEs. And as, you know, it's sort of a de facto kind of horsepower torque war that's going on. Mm-hmm. And they get more power out of, you know, not necessarily the same exact engine. Like they might change injection pumps or other things, but they are doing things to squeeze more power and torque out of it. Yep. And is I mean, that's kind of where I start thinking, exactly like you said, like, there's things that are done year to year, you know? Exactly. And uh, just like the 6.7's been running from, what, since 11? Now, yeah. you know, it, ha- it has had some changes and, and nothing major, but, uh, you know, we're not, I'm not doing anything any different than the OEs are. So, you know, that part of it, they squeeze it out, and we do load-based tuning. And, you know, it's I'm never adding the same amount of fuel. It's not a resistor that just says, okay, uh, add 20% now. Well, it's got to meet three or four different things if I'm going to add 20%. It, so, you know... I'm not answering the question. I'm not answering them blanket questions because that's how they're the, – the questions that they ask me, you could tell that dude's been on the phone with other diesel shops before. And that's how they're determining, you know, oh, yeah, well, if he if – I now, if I did add the pre-pulses, then he could get me because I would be adding timing because I'm putting more fuel in, which does, you know, advance timing. So since I don't do that – you know, they thought I was trying to run them in circles. And then when I offered up my module, and then they don't have a test. And that rose a whole uh, a whole nother bunch of questions. I'm like, well, how do you know if, if they're bre- people are breaking the law then? You know, on plug-and-play modules that aren't adding timing or the pre-pulses, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, well, uh, how are you testing it? I said, well, to be honest with you, I'll delete the truck. And I take the exhaust and I make sure that there's no smoke coming out of it. If there's no smoke coming out of it under any time on the dyno, on a load cell, then that's how I'm testing it. Then the, uh, we drive the truck around. We watch the uh, DEF usage. Are we increasing it? If we increase DEF usage, we know we're uh, adding too much fuel. I said, so since there is no test for me to go by, you know, I'm doing the best I can, but you got to think. If your filter that you spec'd out is is uh, efficient and like like the, and you're happy with it, then my module doesn't affect it at all. So I'm happy with it as well. Yeah. What about the guys out there and gals, you know that you know in this industry, whether it's you know a lot of shops or enthusiasts or manufacturers, you know, are not going too much into politics, but one of the prevailing things was with the election is if Trump wins, all this just goes away. And uh, well, it happens overnight. And I wanted to ask you for your opinion on that. Well, it's not going to happen overnight, for one. And they're still sending letters out, so nothing stopped. And like in my case, I had already gotten a letter prior to that, as a bunch of people have, and they're still sending out letters. 
So even though Trump's in there and he may defund them a little bit, but if we're in it, we, we, if you got a letter, they're not going to send you one and go, oh, never mind. You know, you're an existing case, which means you're going to hire an attorney, which means you may have to go to court, which, I mean, you're still going to spend a ton of money, you know, even if they don't get any money from you. Now, they are looking to find you and get money from you. That's what they're looking for because they're self-funded. And, you know, in a lot of cases, they're not going to run into people like me. They're going to run into people that, you know, if if you are deleting, you know, again, I'm not against it. Uh, they are. But if you are deleting them, they are, I mean, they flat told me. They even wanted me to tell on some people. They said, well, do you know anybody that is? And I was like, not my job. I said, I, that has nothing to do with me. I don't do it, and I don't, you know, uh, you know. They said, "Well, we're on social media," and I said, "Well, then, you know, looks like to me you're doing your homework. I don't know, you know, which I, you know, I, it's not my job. I'm not going to sit there if if somebody gets away with it. I'm not one going. Oh, well, he's doing it too. If you're getting away with it, go ahead. That's not my problem. But I do know that they are after everybody. So, you know, one thing that would that I would recommend to anybody out there on uh, social media, websites, is if somebody's asking the question, who, who does the best delete or what's the best tunes to run, and if you're selling them, message the guy. Don't answer it on there. Don't tell him to call you because all, all they're doing is getting on there, writing your name down, and then they're going to research you. Then if they find out you're, you're, you're uh, d- doing quite a few of them, well, then you get a letter. And now you're involved in it. Here comes the lawyer fees. Here comes the court fees. Here comes, you know, pain in your ass at any given time. So. Yeah, I didn't really, you know, I never really thought of that, but, you know, because I've kind of been in that, that same camp where it's like, oh, well, all this is going to end right away. And, it, you know, not just with that, but with other things. But it's such a big, huge, giant albatross that it just doesn't stop on its own. Oh, time, yeah, well. You know? I mean, it's a, uh, well, just in my opinion, I think we as an industry, you know, push things too far. And, um, you know, that's why we, you know, we need to get back into underground stuff and, you know, um, I don't know exactly how to put it, but, you know, all of us at one time or the other was guilty. You know, even when you get your first diesel and, you know, seven, three chips. You can make it, you know, it was funny then, and it was fun, and, you know, now, you know, after years and years and years, they got, they just got fed up with it. What advice would you give to the the shops or, you know, companies out there that might get a letter like this? First thing, do not answer that letter yourself, because part of the letter, when you read it, you are technically answering it under oath, okay? That's why you, right there is what got me. And I took it straight to a lawyer because, you know, with the questions they ask and the things they try, I wasn't going to get accused of lying under oath. That's not what, that was not my intention. And I'm not going to have it thrown back up to me if I, you know, I said, well, this is the way I interpreted it. Well, but you said this. So I'm not getting into that, you know, with any of them. They are the government and they can twist and turn stuff and, 
So my, my first advice is to call your attorney. Now, I think uh, there's some uh, attorneys out there that uh, specialize in uh, some of this EPA stuff. I went to an attorney, my, my personal attorney, and uh, I've known him for a long time. He's always done a good job, and I just told him he was just going to have to figure it out because I don't know them other guys. I don't know their rates. I mean, you know. I wasn't, and I wasn't going to talk to an attorney as well to go, well, they're not really wanting that much from you. You're going to be better off just to uh, pay it. No, because that means I'm guilty. So we're going to fight. And, you know, that that's exactly why I went to my personal attorney. But uh, I did do that, you know, and, that, and that's good advice because, you know, answering the question even to the best of your knowledge, but if it, Say it comes out and it, they say it's not true. Well, then all of a sudden now you're a liar. You lied under oath. So um, some other things that I, you know, I would recommend, per what they told me they're looking for, is social media stuff. You know, tone it down. You know, just try to be, you know, a little more discreet about it because, I mean, they, they they said it was one of their main goals is to go after the deletes. You know. Yeah, that's that's something that uh, does make it easy. <laughs> I mean, you know, just with the power of social media and how much reach yes. that we can all have, you know, in our yep. in our own realms. And uh, you know that's. There's, well, there's so much you could talk about on it. I just know, like I said, being on the phone with them, you're pretty much guilty is the way they treat you. The way the engineers talk to you, you know. Uh, even my lawyer told me before uh, I got to talking to tone my smart mouth down because, you know, they, they do come at you and talk to you like you're the bad guy. Well, now we got a lot of good people in our industry that do know what they're doing, and they're not the bad guys. So, you know, um, one thing that there's been a big turn in our industry with uh, different people getting involved, and you know, there's been a, there's a lot of people out there that don't care. They're just gonna say, you know, they're just gonna say they do deletes this or that, and they'll worry about the other later. Well. It doesn't help the industry that you're selling in. So, you know, take that into consideration. If you do like being in the industry, you know, I'd, I'd hate to one day find out that you can't do anything to a diesel. You know, doubt it'll happen, you know, but still, you know, we've got enough of their attention right now. We need them to go spend their time on something else. Yeah, I think that's, that's the biggest fear, you know, that we all have is, you know, we love to personalize our trucks, use them different ways, do different things with them, and if it's taken away, it's it just it'd be hard. I mean, that's what we all love. That's why we all do what we do and drive what we drive. Right, and, and you know, the diesel industry's come a long way. Uh, manufacturers have spent tons of money along the way. Uh, you know, when we come out with a new product, we're investing, you know, money into it. You know, and, and it takes a while to get that investment back out. So, I mean, if you get manufacturers stopping building product and new products, well, it's just going to become stagnant and to be what it is. And, you know, we'll have to go somewhere else and build some, you know, 
something else in some other line of work that maybe we don't like as much. Right. right. Well, I mean, it's this is a really fascinating topic, and it, it's something I've never heard a lot discussed about, you know, and I know a lot of our listeners out there haven't, but it, it's real. It happens. And the advice, you know, that, that you gave and, and the way that you described everything, I think is going to help a lot of people out there, whether they own a shop or they don't, or they own a company or they don't, or, you know, you're just passionate about trucks and, you know, want to, want to personalize it, want to do something to it. You know, it, oh, yeah. it, it affects I mean, all of us. Well, everybody here at TS, and we always, we always say, you know, working here is better than having a real job. And, uh, <laughs> You know, and we all like, and by saying that, we we all like what we do. And, you know, everybody here does multiple different things. I mean, it's a, it's an awesome work environment. And, uh, you know, I've worked in factories. I've, you know, I've, I've worked at a lot of places I didn't like. And I love what I do. Um, you know, we're, we're good at it. Uh, we like, we love the industry. So, you know, I'd hate to think that one day I had to go do something else. I'm not very employable, so I need to, uh, <laughs> I would have to own something. <laughs> well, we appreciate you sharing all this insight with us, Dennis, and, and uh, we love seeing the new products, and they got a ton of new stuff, you know, slated for this year, and there's a bunch of events, and TS is coming up in uh, in May. and uh, June, be a, June 2nd and 3rd. June, this year. June 2nd. Yeah. yeah so it normally it normally was in May, but Leap Year pushed it into uh June. Oh yeah, I forgot about Leap Year. <laughs> so it now it'll be it's the first it's like June second and third. There's gonna be some cool some cool races out there. I know a lot of you know guys we've been talking to, you know, with U C C and some of their project trucks and cars even. You know, yeah. they got some really interesting stuff, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So but yeah, that's everybody, you know, Keep it above board. Keep it off social media, and best of luck to everybody. If anybody out there has any questions on anything like this that I didn't answer, feel free to call me here. <laughs>